Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so happy that you are able to join us. I want to thank the Lord for gathering us together in the Spirit, in His Spirit, and causing us to walk as one before Him. Amen? It's a blessing and an honor to still be on the planet able to be used of God while we're here on the earth. It's a privilege and an honor that we can still affect the lives of others through our prayers, through our fasting, through our faith, as we witness, as we broadcast. We want to thank the Lord for every opportunity that he's given us. And I'm going to ask for a moment that you listen to the music for a minute and I will be back in about about two minutes. Amen? Amen. call him Lord. Amen? Amen. Thank you for your patience and your indulgence. It's a wonderful day in the kingdom of God. There are a lot of different things going on in the earth. And basically, people are um, somewhat acting like they're out of their mind. However, God is at work. I want to reassure you that God is in control and that God is at work. People are acting stranger every day. But I want to reassure you that God is in control and that God is at work. Amen? So no matter what is going on in the world, no matter what natural disasters keep arriving, no matter what the political scene appears to be, 
God is still in control, and God is at work. Amen? So if we'll keep our eyes focused on him, we'll do just fine, won't we? Amen. We'll do just fine. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for everyone who comes to participate in this worship service with us on Wednesdays and Fridays and Sundays. I ask you, Lord, to bless them, to extend your blessings to them and your grace to them where they are in need. I want to thank you for their growth, for their participation, for their commitment, for their faithfulness, and for their love, Lord. We give it all to you, Lord Jesus. We give it all to you. Whatever has happened during this past week, or whatever has not happened yet, we give it all to you. We know that you are intimately involved in our lives and in the lives of all that we intercede for. We want to thank the righteous judge for all the judgments that he has released since we began presenting each case to him. We want to thank you, Lord, that your will is being done in earth as it is in heaven. It may look weird, but you're God. You can handle weird. So we want to thank you, Father, that it's not according to our opinion. It's according to your will and your word. The adjudications, the judgments that we have requested, you are performing. So we want to thank you, Lord, that you're answering our prayers, you're touching lives. You're turning situations upside down. You're unveiling secrets. You're pulling what was in the closet out into the open. And you're dealing with the pride and rebellion and lawlessness of people. We want to thank you and give you praise. And we will continue to stand in the gap for those who need our intercession, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, saints, I know it was wild out there this week, but Jesus can handle wild. And if we keep our eyes focused on him, we'll see how wonderfully he manages it. It's wild out there. It's the wild, wild west and worse. But Jesus can handle the wild, wild west and worse. Amen? He's good at it. He's an expert. The more you read the Bible, the more you see how he handles difficult situations, challenging situations with the Israelites. Amen? The more that you read the Bible, the more that you see he has a method to what he does. The more you read the Bible, you get to see how well he deals with rebellious people. He has methods to dealing with rebellious people. And so we warn people everywhere, don't rebel against God. He has methods of dealing with rebellious people. Amen? 
God has nothing. Say, well, it looks to me, never mind what it's looking like to you. God has methods of dealing with lawless, rebellious, prideful people. He's been doing it from the beginning. And he's not finished. We know that. I'm just going to give you one example. Noah's Ark. If they push it too far, that's what God decided to do. Amen? Amen. God knows what to do when things get out of hand. He's not lost. He's not without solutions. He's not without answers. He's got it all. He knows exactly what to do when people are out of hand and out of order. So if you think that things have just gone haywire, they may have from man's point of view, but not from God's point of view. Amen? Not from God's point of view. So be at peace. The Prince of Peace is still the Prince of Peace when problems pop up. The Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace, when problems pop up. Amen? Because we're going to have them popping, just like popcorn. Problems are just going to pop just like popcorn. It's on a good roll right now, and it's going to keep on rolling. Amen? You see, people have got to learn that they need Jesus. They've got to come to the point that they clearly understand that they can't sit there and be in control of everything and manage everything and think they know everything. They've got to come to an end to that. That pride has got to go. The power of their pride has to be extinguished. Amen? They may act crazy. But God still has it. They're doing this and that and the other thing. And the next thing you know, you've got this problem, that problem, and the other problem resulting. And they're just going to show you how much they can rebel. Well, God has an answer for rebellion. He's never failed to have an answer. He's never been without an answer. So now they have AI, artificial intelligence. They want artificial this and artificial that and artificial the other, anything but submitting to Jesus. Well, we all know that doesn't work, now don't we? We're living proof that that simply does not work. To find out, they've got to find out, they've got to get it. They've got to get it. They finally got to figure out that that doesn't work. Amen? They finally got to figure that out. And some of them are beginning to figure it out. So just hang in there with Jesus. It's a rough ride, but it's going to get rougher. You know, my grandmother used to say that a, that a hard head will make a soft behind. And that had a point to it. Your head that hard? Don't worry. <laughs> You'll get the point for it's over. 
You'll get the point before it's over. You're going to finally get God's point. You might not want it, but you're going to get it. Amen? So don't worry about how wacky and crazy and off the wall uh, things are getting because it's going to get worse. It's, it's going to just keep on rolling till they repent. Till they surrender, till they finally figure out that they can't fight God and win. So, amen. Put your feet in those stirrups, stay in that saddle, and keep on going with the Lord, because they can't win. And we're living proof of that now, aren't we? Amen. If you're a first-time listener, welcome in the name of the Lord. Welcome. We welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to his kingdom and to worship service with his people. We thank the Lord for his grace because his grace truly is sufficient for us. It's what we need. It's what we need. Amen? His grace is really what we need. We want to invite you to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternet. Church.com. When the page comes up, across the banner at the top, you'll see on the left-hand side, MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, sign in using your own name. One of those names is on your birth certificate. And Enter your greeting for the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. Amen? If you're on a cell phone, use your browser to locate Miracle Internet Church. When the page comes up, across the top, you'll see three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines. That's your link to open up all the other links. And then you may follow those instructions. Amen? Amen. You know, saints, during this time, the grace of the Lord has been absolutely wonderful. You know, you learn lessons again and again at different levels of faith. And I had the privilege of walking through a day not trying to do it in my own strength. I've done that before, but this was different. This was different. I walked through a very, what would have been an uncomfortable and hectic day in complete peace. No matter how it went, I just went with it. I didn't go back and say, no, you you didn't give me enough. I, I wrote this on the deposit slip, and this wasn't enough, and I didn't do any of that. Whatever they gave me, I took it and walked out the door. 
and thanked the Lord for it. And he took care of the whole thing. I walked into another situation. I was early. And I attempted to pay for something. And their payment system wasn't working. So that meant I needed a trip to the bank again. Okay, I'll go to the bank. No problem. I went to the bank. I came back again. I paid them. And I was still early. Amen. Things will work out. Things will work out when you trust the Lord and you decide, I'm just not going to get upset about anything. I'm going to stay in peace with the Prince of Peace when problems pop up. So I shared that with you to say this. Take it easy on yourself. Take it easy on yourself. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. Whatever our situations may be, we thank you. However it's turning, we thank you. Whichever way it seems to be going, we thank you. Whatever seems to be a hindrance, we thank you. Whatever seems to be blocking our way, we thank you. Whatever is coming against us, we thank you. Because you're teaching us how to make it through a chaotic world where you're still in control. Thank you. We need these daily lessons of love. We need these daily counseling. Because it's going to get more chaotic and more chaotic and more chaotic and more chaotic. But we don't have to be affected by the chaos. Amen? Amen. Yes, Lord, we need to renew our minds. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Heavenly Father, your word shows us that to be spiritually minded gives us life and peace. To be spiritually minded gives us life and peace. We want to have our minds renewed. And we thank you that you will keep us in perfect peace as we keep our minds focused on you. As we actually do what this scripture instructs us to do, we will receive the blessing that it promises. We will receive the blessing that it promises. We choose not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed 
to be changed, to be transformed, changed from what we were to who we ought to be, to be changed by the renewing of our minds so that we will be able to walk in your good, acceptable, and perfect will. We will let the mind of Christ be in us. We will allow the mind of Christ to be in us. Thank you, Father, that we are crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live. Yes, it's not us, but it's Christ who lives in us. And the life we now live in the flesh. We live by the faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. As we pray, we realize that we are being renewed in the spirit of our mind. And we are being sanctified and cleansed by the washing in the water of your word, the entrance of your word, the entrance of your word, give us light. Your word is true. As we receive the truth of your word, it sets us free from a worldly mindset. As we receive the truth of your word, It sets us free from a worldly mindset. Thank you, Father, for renewing our minds. Amen. Amen. Thank you for renewing our minds. In everyday situations, normally we would approach the situation this way. But God says, "Hmm, not today, dear. And we follow the Holy Spirit, and it works out perfect. We think we ought to go to the post office first thing in the morning. But God says, no, that'll be the last thing today. All right. We submit to God. We resist the devil. And the devil has to flee. Whatever the devil had planned, it just doesn't get to happen. Amen. We're growing, saints. Amen. We're growing. We're growing. We're learning to listen better, to respond quicker, and to do what the Bible says to do. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are releasing the fear of the Lord. Faith, three in spiritual warfare, strength and abundant grace and success over all MIC members in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you, Lord, for us learning to listen to you all the more. 
for learning to listen to you and to obey you promptly. That's a key ingredient of walking the Christian walk with Jesus. Learning to listen to the Holy Spirit, respond to his prompting, respond to his reminders, and doing it promptly. Amen? Amen, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Amen, amen. We want to thank you, Lord, that you cause us to discover these green pastures that you have for us all along the way. We don't just get green pastures at the end on the way to heaven. No, we get green pastures every day. Amen? Green pastures. Pastures are nice, peaceful places where growth takes place. And there's plenty of fertilizer. Amen? There's plenty of fertilizer. Fertilizer to go everywhere. Tons of room for nitrogen and growth. Amen. There are flowers there. There's blue sky. There's other sheep out there. And they're paying about as much attention to you as you are to them. They're busy trying to graze, and you're busy trying to graze. And all of the sheep are growing and listening to the master's voice. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, We bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. And how does he get them? By us not following the prompting of the Holy Spirit. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man, and we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crime, pornography, Demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, 
binded directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, electronic and magnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism and mind control by the occult. We bind all reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and all their attacks. Leviathan spirits, their attacks. All brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks. All water and marine spirits and their attacks. All sex devils and their attacks. All unclean spirits and their attacks. All passive devils and their attacks. Pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, yes, drone spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing and womanizing spirits and their attacks, boredom spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, amen. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attack. All hypnotic trance devils in their attack. Mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. Yes, Lord. Thank you. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components. All targeted radio frequencies. Microwave attacks. Depilitating sonic frequency attacks, everything coming from outer space, off the satellite, through the cell towers, and through our devices, in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for looking out for us. We want to thank you, Lord, for clearing the airways, that the airways are now passing through the blood of Jesus Christ, that the airways are now passing through the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, for cleansed airways in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you that the airways are passing through the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, Father, in the Bible, Moses sprinkled the blood on the altar, and he sprinkled it on the people. We thank you for the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus upon us as we come together in faith, believing you, trusting you, honoring you, lifting up the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you, sprinkling of the blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. In every way, we want to thank you. 
We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices on the head, upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Alaskan, even as North Carolina. Kisha rola la yanda da barosa la ria kiate er gohore reke de da brusha de da barado regisa runde da bareke de da barosa la rio corra yerki he shama runde kuraka yakuriki sa de da barese thank you lord thank you thank you lord thank you thank you thank you even in malaysia even in china and japan orega rikise yaru gohore kasa da bare Rika de Rabrosa la de Yosan de Rabrika de Yosula la Yasan de Rabri. Ruka de Rabrisha de Rabrika de Rede. The Yucatan Peninsula. Rakata, Runga de Rabrisha la Yasa. Runga de Rabrisha la de Yosun de Riki de Rabrusha. Re Switzerland. Rababa Kushe. Renda de Rika Ireland. Runga de Rabrisha la de Yosunda. Runga de Rabrisha. Rude Rakaka Uganda. Runga de Rabrisha la de Yosan de Rabri. Saudi Arabia, Ruka Hasarabara, Ruka de la Barusha de Yasan de Rukurikite, Arugoriki, Che Rugude Rakunde Rasi, Runda de Bareke de Diosula de Yosunda de Barisa. All of Northern Africa, all along the Mediterranean, Erre de Diosurikisa, Yak Rukuto de Brisa de Diosunda de Bri. Yikurusi de Rakuse Boruho, Rike, Nigeria, Re de Gushe, Rakaku, Ghana, Rike Rabaruse, Rararia, Rula de Akuri Kisebe Shatarabaruse. Sierra Leone, Arugunda Rusha de Dia, Runga de Rusunda de Brike de Diosola de Diasa, Brazil, Rukoto Robrishala. Runga de la brisha de Dios santa, rugorigisa de la brique, rique de la brisha de Dios santa, la brisha ta. What used to be called Mesopotamia, rakaku rikia, shanda la brosa de Dios santa la broca, rakaku rugundo rikisa ta la brosa de, rique de la brisha de Dios santa la marosete, et la bru sikeshi. Finland, ruka ba 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 ba. Ruke de la brisha la de yosunda la brike de yosola la de yosunda la braka. Ruke de la brisha la de yakaha rukushe. Sherigise de la brisa de la brike de yosola la de yosunda la de yosunda Hallelujah, Lord. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. Every coven of every type, be it witches, warlocks, wizards, Global cabal, false religions, cult of any kind, global cabal, 
Yes, Lord Jesus. Your word, yes, Lord Jesus. Your word, yes, Lord Jesus, is life. We take authority, dominion, and power over the false gods that have attempted to rule the world. We bind Zeus in Jesus' name. What the enemy has planned is failed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Margellan's attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits trapped into their, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, monitor, Track, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, despise, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us in Jesus name. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus name. We bind food lust, addictions and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. 
This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, turning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling, through attacking the website, through the satellite, anything against the website and against this ministry. We return to sender all water wizards in Jesus' name. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We wrap them again and again in the fire of God. We thank you, Lord, that for your fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. Yes, Lord. Amen. All of their underwater escapades that they do against this ministry, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. And we turn you over to God the Holy Spirit for what he will do to you in Jesus' name. We bind all and return all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and all else that is witchcraft, Nigerian witchcraft, all jealousy, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft. Turn it in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back. Uh-huh. All Santeria goes back in the name of Jesus. We are breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding superficial religious acts in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset. Make-believe, fantasies, fables, enchantments, la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. Yes, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over fantasy land. In Jesus' name. (laughs) And we thank you, Lord, for causing us to live in the present time. We bind our martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices. Lewdness. Sometimes the water goes down the wrong way. Lewdness, perversions, outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist. Thank you, Lord. Astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, and spirit guide and defilement by wizards. You can't win, Satan. We take authority, dominion, and power over LGBTQIA plus cult in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. 
We take authority, dominion, and power over the LBGT, whatever was it, LB, whatever it was. I just said it right the first time. <laughs> Plus, adding on the children. Cult, in the name of Jesus. We bind the occultic attitude. We bind the cult spirit. We bind the cult religion. We bind the cult doctrine. We bind the cult worship. We bind that cult worship, that transgender worship in Jesus' name. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We curse it at the root in the name of Jesus Christ. As Jesus, We command those roots to come up and out of good soil in Jesus' name stealing nutrients from young people that they might grow to be who God has called them to be. We command these demons to be bound in Jesus' name. We command these demons to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We command these demons to be bound in Jesus' holy name. We command these demons of confusion and perversion to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ. And we place them into the hands of God the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for what you'll do in Jesus' name. We strip the false from them. We strip the pride from them. We strip the rebellion from them. We strip the lawlessness from them in the name of Jesus Christ. We strip the lies from them that they have chosen to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. We strip those lies from them in the name of Jesus. We bind their idolatries in the name of Jesus Christ. Each of their idolatries cause their idols to crash before them, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, this is not Burger King, and they cannot have it their way in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We send their warfare back on them. We send their warfare back on them. We thank you, Lord, for teaching them to obey you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Where did I leave off, Lord? All right, we'll go here. We bind all 
all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for providing that that is needed to replace that that was lost. We thank you, Lord, that what was actually valuable was not hurt in Jesus' name. We thank for bringing in the provision, Father, from the north, south, east, and west in Jesus' name. We thank you for sending in the provision, pressed down, shaken together, rolling over, running over, Lord. We thank you for sending in the provision, Father. For sending in the provision, no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper, and any tongue that attempts to rise against them in judgment, we condemn it now in Jesus' name. We have the victory. Thank you, Lord, that their lives were spared in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that their lives were spared. Thank you, Lord, that this was material things that were lost, but their lives were spared in Jesus' name. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We're covering them with the blood, Lord. We're covering them with the blood. We're covering them with the blood, Father, in Jesus' name. We're covering them with the blood of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. 
reke rusula la ria kurigise de rigise ruka de rebrisha la riosa ruku horekite rukusha yes lord jesus we give you the praise thank you lord thank you lord thank you thank you thank you amen thank you lord Oh, hallelujah. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, Weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We undo the works. Of all, thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry, and all the works of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the wicked powers that they move in, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind psychic weapons, prompting codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. Amen. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of their sins. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We bind the work of errors. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Oh, thank you, Father. We bind the rituals of every secret society. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, 
to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to leave us now and never return. And we're binding all reinforcements in Jesus' name and sending that warfare back on the head of the reinforcement. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that have been persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Father, we lift up to you every Christian that's in crisis. In the name of Jesus, every Christian that is in Christ, thank you, Lord, for leading them and guiding them by your good spirit through the crisis into the land and into the walk, into the path that you have for them in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies and your right hand shall save us. Woo! Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicle and the road in which we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over any obstacle in the road, whether it be an animal, a person, a demon, object, so that they don't cross our path. We thank you for clear pathways, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. Amen. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for your giant warrior angels protecting us and our property through the day and through the night. And we ask you to be a fence around us, Lord. Every day, be a fence around us every day. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent to us from the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We bind the devils in the heavenlies, in the bush and in the deep. Thank you, Lord. We cut and burn and destroy all the ley lines and silver cords of the devil, and we sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, Attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, shamans, globalists, nanotechnology. We destroy their shields in the name of Jesus, their sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, witchcraft, bewitchments, death spirits, potions, psychic jinxes, mind control, voodoo, sorcery, magic, torment, psychic power, sickness, 
pain, psychic warfare, incense and candle burning, incantations, ungodly blessings, chanting, hoodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sins, and everything being sent to us by the demonic realm. We return to the sender. Yes, we're sending it right back to you, devil. Spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, heaviness. We send it all back. Spirits of bondage and spirits of blindness in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of the young people and all of those who will allow you and the LGBTQIA plus and the children on cult in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for opening eyes to see, opening minds to receive what the Holy Spirit saith to them in Jesus' name, what the Spirit of God saith to them in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. And we loose over the members of Miracle Internet Church the provision of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Woo. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I got to thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, amen. Thank you. Well, Lord, our featured proverb, the Lord gave us a proverb tonight. Our featured proverb is Proverbs 16. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. And our featured ebook is Astrology, Stairway to Heaven. The link is provided in the chat room, in Jesus' holy name. So tonight, we're going to talk about the proving of your faith. The proving of your faith. That's right. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Yes, it does. I can testify to that. Yes, it does. In Matthew chapter 15, and I'll begin with verse 21, and I'll begin with verse 21. Amen. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. All right, Lord. See if this is something else. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise his holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up to you the multiple bomb threats that have happened in this city. We ask for your adjudication, O righteous judge. 
and we give you the praise for your judgments in Jesus' name. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over Duval County. And we thank you, Lord, that the commitments that you have made to this city remain. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. See, saints, you think all we do is sit down all day, read the Bible, do one or two things, or go to work, and that's about it. No, that's not the truth. (laughs) That's not the truth. Our lives are very busy. Why? Because we live for Jesus. And things are always happening, and problems are going to keep on popping like popcorn. But we're going to hold on to the Prince of Peace. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I suppose by now you found Matthew chapter 15, verse 21. So shall we begin? Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Amen. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. When Jesus was near the coast of Tyre and Sidon, on the Mediterranean coast of southern Lebanon, You see, Tyre and Sidon were maritime cities in Phoenicia, to the north of Galilee, bordering on Judea. A woman who was a Canaanite, Jesus asked. That's right. She was not a Jew at all, not in any respect. She was not a part of the children of Israel. Not at all. So when the woman found him out, she fell down at his feet and sought his help. This woman was desperate. Her daughter was not suffering from an incurable sickness or disease as as others who had sought Jesus out. No. That wasn't what her problem was. Somehow, the news had reached this woman that Jesus, the prophet who did miracles to heal the sick and to cast out devils, was in the country. Word got around, you see. People from all over the coast of Tyre and Sidon were part of the great multitude that had followed Jesus to Capernaum and surrounded him at the Sea of Galilee, where he had healed the sick and cast out devils. So out of all of the testimony that spread throughout those multitude of people, somehow, This woman got wind of the fact that Jesus was in her country, and he could be reached. 
What a good day for her. Amen. What a good day for her. See, at that time, people that were non-Jews knew it. Well, what do you mean by that, Pastor? I'm about to tell you. You see, God had set the Hebrew people apart, the Jewish people apart from all the other nations in the world. They had a different God. They had the true and living God. They had different religious practices. They had different dietary practices. They had a different practice for everything. They didn't associate with certain others. They were supposed to stay within the confines of their own nation. They were severed from other people so that they could be here. Just as we have been severed from others that we might be here. They had different beliefs. They had different traditions. They were different. And everyone else knew that they were different. Yes, some might say that they stuck out like a sore thumb, but that's what God wanted. That's what God wanted. He wanted other nations to want the God that they had. So he had to set them apart from other nations. He had to draw attention to them in order to convert the Gentile nation. See, God is a long-term planner. He has long-range goals. Trust me, he does. Amen. So it was these people from all over the coast of Tyre and Sidon that were part of this great multitude that had followed Jesus all the way to Capernaum. And he, they were there at the Sea of Galilee when he did many, many, many miracles. So this woman had a young daughter who was under demonic control. She was greatly possessed and tormented by an evil spirit. Also, there was no hope for her daughter other than Jesus. There was no hope for her daughter other than Jesus. So, this woman made up her mind that she had to get up and do something about this. She didn't just say, Well, my daughter is tormented day and night. I'll just sit here and keep doing sacrifices to the same old gods I've been doing sacrifices to. No, not this woman. This woman had a change of mind and a change of heart that led to a change of direction. This woman heard about all the miracles that Jesus had been doing. This woman heard about all the teachings that he's been giving. 
And she decided that she would seek out this Jesus, this miracle worker, this prophet. She would seek him out. She thought about it long and hard because she wasn't one of those Jew people. She was on the outside. She was an outcast. But she didn't let that stop her. You see, she stepped right over that boundary. She did not let it keep her from going after with everything in her what she needed from Jesus. She was determined. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in Mark chapter 7, beginning with verse 25, Mark chapter 7, beginning with verse 25, it says there was a certain woman, not just any woman, a certain woman, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, and she heard of him, and she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. You see, this woman knew what she wanted, and when she came before Jesus, she didn't go through this long spiel, She cut right to the point. This is what I need. Amen. This woman, this Greek, this Gentile, non-Jew, she lived in a heathen land where they worshiped idol gods. When she heard that Jesus was in the country, she was determined to find him. It was obvious, and it is obvious to us in this pasture, that this woman believed that Jesus had the power to break the demonic stronghold that set to that would set her daughter free. She believed that Jesus Christ was her answer and her solution. She believed that Jesus Christ was her answer and her solution. Amen? Jesus was her only hope, and she came to Jesus with her desperate plea, calling upon his mercy. Calling upon his mercy. So in Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, it reads, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. All right. Thou, son of David, was a title of the Messiah used in the Old Testament. Thou, son of David, was a title of the Messiah 
used in the Old Testament. So she knew how to greet him. You see, she evidently learned some things about him in her discovery of who this Jesus was. And she learned enough to learn how to present herself before him, how to address him, and to worship him. You see, there was a conversion going on inside this woman. She'd grown up in idolatry, but there was a conversion going on in this woman. You see, she says, have mercy upon me, O Lord. O Lord. She had now put her life and the life of her daughter under the control and lordship of Jesus. She had made the shift. She wasn't back at those other groves and places where they did sacrifices to those idol gods. No. She was at his feet calling him Lord, pleading for his mercy, understanding that he was this prophet, Messiah person that the Jews are supposed to be waiting on. She did her homework, let's put it that way. Even though she didn't have any access to the covenant, she was going anyway. Anyway, even though she was a non-Jew, she acknowledged him as the Messiah, the Lord, having power and authority over all. However, her cry was met with silence. Jesus did not answer her. Now, I'm going to say something. And it's time for everybody to hear. Whenever ministers of the true and living God don't respond the way people think they ought to, they go right into full-fledged carnality. Non-stop, pedal-to-the-metal carnality. Don't do that. It's a sin. She could have crossed her arm, and sat back and said, well, what kind of Messiah is this? He didn't even answer me. She could have gotten an attitude. But that's not what she decided to do. All right? That's not what she decided to do. She kept on with her plea and her cry, and she didn't stop. Remember blind Bartimaeus? They couldn't shut him up? Well, they couldn't shut her up either. Amen? So, in verse 23, Matthew chapter 15, verse 23, 
It says, but he answered her, not a word. Not a word. Not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she crieth after us. In other words, Lord, this woman has is crying and going on and on and on and on. She's driving us nuts. Send this woman away. But Jesus didn't. He didn't. This silence by Jesus to this woman's cry was not because of his reluctance or unwillingness to heal her daughter. This silence, saints, by Jesus to this woman's cry was not because of his reluctance or unwillingness to heal her daughter. Saints, this silence by Jesus to this woman's cry was not because he doesn't want to answer your prayers. This silence by Jesus to this woman's cry was not because of his reluctance or unwillingness to heal her daughter. So much for carnality. Jesus was testing her faith. Jesus was proving her faith. Even when he did not answer her, she continued to cry out. Disciples kept asking him to send her away. Well, Jesus finally answered. In verse 24, Matthew chapter 15, verse 24, Jesus finally answered. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I am not unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Hmm. All right. He said his message and his ministry was to the Jew first, and then it extended to the non-Jew. But it was to the Jew first. When he sent his disciples out into the cities to preach and to heal the sick, he instructed them in the following manner. I'm in Matthew chapter 10, beginning with verse 5. Matthew chapter 10, beginning with verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles. Stay away from the Gentiles. And into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's the way it was. 
That's the way it was. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 7, Matthew chapter 8, verse 7, you see a different picture. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, with the Roman centurion, he was a Gentile too. He was a non-Jew who had come to Jesus on behalf of his servant. And Jesus did not hesitate, but responded immediately to his plea concerning his servant who was in ill health. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Well, how is it Jesus says to the centurion, who's a non-Jew, I will come and heal him. And he says to the Syrophoenician woman that I'm only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Well, how can that be? Well, hang in there. We're about to find out. Now, as we see Jesus is dealing with this Syrophoenician woman, he was not refusing to heal her daughter because she was a heathen, a non-Jew. That wasn't the problem. But he was proving her faith. He was proving her faith. Yes. God proves our faith. Ah, that's right. Causes us to demonstrate our abilities or courage in our walk with him. He causes us to demonstrate our abilities or courage in our walk with him. Sometimes in our walk with the Lord, we become complacent about our faith. Sometimes we have not stretched out as an Olympic swimmer must, nor have we reached up as a pole vaulter has to nor have we pushed our limits in the marathon of faith. Sometimes we have not stretched out as an Olympic swimmer must, nor have we reached up as a pole vaulter has to, nor have we pushed our limits in the marathon of faith. Sometimes, We have not taken hold of that second wind which he has advanced to us so that we can overcome in overtime. Yes, saints, God must prove us. We must demonstrate our ability to walk in unwavering faith. Yes. Exodus chapter 20, verse 20. 
Exodus chapter 20, verse, verse 20. I know everybody can find Exodus because we already had a drill on it the other day. And Moses said unto the people, fear not. Get out of that panic, anxiety, all of that stuff. Spreading, drop it. For God is come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. That his reverential fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2. Deuteronomy. Chapter 8, verse 2. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Hmm. Really? Yes. See it right there? To humble thee and to prove thee. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 16. Chapter 8. Verse 16, chapter 8, verse 16. Fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee, to do thee good in thy latter end, to do thee good at thy latter end. Okay, sir. Thank you. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 3. Chapter 13 and verse 3. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you. For the Lord your God proveth you. To know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. God proves his people. Amen. Yes, he does. First King, chapter 10, verse 1. First King, chapter 10, verse 1. First King, chapter 10. Verse 1, well, there have been some other people that have proved some other people. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. 
Psalm 26, verse 2. Psalm 26, verse 2. Psalm 26, verse 2. Examine me, O Lord. Examine me. Pastor, I don't know if I want to pray that. I would if I were you. I would. If I were you, I would pray this. Amen. Cross-examine me is what he's saying. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart. Cross-examine me, God. See if this is so about me. Test my motives. Test my affection. Let's see. Is this the truth about me? Amen. Amen. Daniel. Chapter 1. Daniel. Chapter 1. Daniel. Chapter 1. Verse 12. Daniel, the book of Daniel. So you have Ezekiel, then Daniel. If you get to Hosea, you went too far. Amen. Daniel chapter 1, verse 12. Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days. And let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Mmm. Sounds like a fast to me. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. Ten days. Hmm. My goodness. I'll let you read the chapter and find out what happened. So, Second Corinthians 8, verse 8. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. New Testament, Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love. To prove the sincerity of your love. So as you can see, proving is a part of the kingdom of God. Yes, Jesus was proving this Syrophoenician woman's faith. And he is no respecter of persons. He's no respecter of persons. He was causing her stand in faith in the face 
of discouragement and press her way through to receive the miracle she needed. He was causing her to stand in faith in the face of discouragement and press her way through in order to receive the miracle she needed. I'll say it again. He was causing her to stand in faith in the face of discouragement and press her way through in order to receive the miracle she needed. She did not give up. Her faith in Jesus and in his mercy was not weakened. Ah. Mm-hmm. She did not go away discouraged and defeated and feeling sorry for herself. Well, you can look how he treated me and how he talked. I wouldn't talk to anybody like that. Mm-hmm. No, she continued to reach out to Jesus in faith. She continued to reach out to Jesus in faith. She fell down at his feet and worshipped him, crying out in desperation. Ah, crying out in desperation, Lord, help me. That's interesting. She wasn't easily put off. She was not easily put off. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 25, she was still worshiping him and saying, Lord, help me. She wasn't put off by anything he said or anything he didn't say. Faith would not let go until she received what she needed from Christ. Her faith would not let go until she received what she needed from Christ. Jesus further tested her faith by saying, in verse 26, Matthew chapter 15, verse 26, But he answered and said, it is not meet or fitting to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Right then and there, some of us would have walked off in a hug. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to put your hand up. God knows who you are. Right then and there, some of us would have walked off in a hug. We'd have acted just like Naaman. Just tell the truth. You'd have been all offended, and you'd have huffed off just like Naaman did. But guess what? She didn't do that. She didn't. Deliverance, as the Bible says, is the children's bread. 
At this point, most people would have become discouraged and given up. Yes, at this level of testing, most people lose courage and determination and simply quit. Her desperate plea for Jesus to cast the demon out of her daughter had been met by his silence. The disciples had wanted to send her away. Jesus had said that his message was only to, and his mission was only to the lost house of Israel. And now, Jesus had told her that it was not right to take what was rightfully belonging to the children of Israel and give it to heathen nations. Well, you would have thought that would have stopped her in her tracks. But saints, she still would not let go. Jesus was her only hope. She knew that he alone had the power to free her daughter from the demons that were tormenting her. So, what did she do? Well, she did not question, as some of us would have, Jesus' response to her plea. She didn't question. In fact, she agreed with him. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 27, she said, Truth, Lord, she's still calling him Lord. She agreed with him, and she's still calling him Lord. Yet, the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Really? Come back for Jesus. She was determined not to be denied. She would not give up. She would not let go of Christ until she received the miracle she needed. By faith, she had sought out and found the Lord. By faith, she had endured discouragement. By faith, she had persevered. By faith, she claimed and took possession of the healing for her daughter, even though she was not a daughter of Israel, but a Gentile, and knew that Jesus had come to the lost house of Israel, but not only fill the great needs of the house of Israel, but there would be enough crumbs if you will, falling from his table to meet the needs of all. This turnkey in the life of this woman, which enabled her to take hold of the miracle healing for her daughter, was unwavering faith. Even though her faith was severely tested, she did not waver. 
her faith was resolute. In the face of disappointment and discouragement, her faith was not moved. Kept believing and asking in faith until she received. She kept believing and asking in faith until she received. Jesus honored her faith. He told her. In verse 28, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Praise the Lord. It wasn't even necessary. For him to go to her home to cast the devil out of her child. Even as he spake, it was done. Even as he spake, it was done. It was not her righteousness or goodness. It was not her great love for her daughter. It was not her perseverance that enabled her to receive the miracle she needed. It was her unwavering faith. The Gentile woman received the words he had spoken to her and acted in faith believing. She went on her way believing the word Jesus had spoken to her. When she returned home, her daughter was set free. In Mark chapter 7, verse 30. Mark chapter 7, verse 30. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out and her daughter laid upon the bed. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hmm, really, Pastor? Yes, really. Really. That's the way it happens. Remember the scripture says that if we waver, we shouldn't expect to receive anything of God. She had unwavering faith. Now ask yourself, do you? Mm-hmm. Amen. Do you? I'll let you think about it for a moment. Do you? Area code 952. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Hi. How are you? I am to say blessed and happy and highly favored because I'm alive and breathing. And 
able to listen to the sermon. I, you almost caught me off surprise. I had my internet blasting <laughs> listening to the service. But um, I'm calling for prayer. I need a little prayer of encouragement. And it's dealing with the mind. It's, 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 it's like a mad battle with the mind. It's like two parts to my mind that just battling each other. And um, the only part that's going to win is the one dealing with the Holy Spirit. I refuse okay. to give up. Yeah. All right. Well, saints, let's pray for her. Amen? Let's pray for her. Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, the Bible says that we should confess our faults one to another, pray for one another, that we will be healed. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the part of her mind that battles against the kingdom of God and God the Holy Spirit in her. We take authority, dominion, and power over the part of her mind that battles against Jesus Christ and his word. We take authority, dominion, and power over the part of her mind that battles against the Godhead and her faith in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power. We bind that part of her mind. We command it to cease and desist its war against the mind of Christ in her and come out of her in Jesus' name. Deep breath and call from your gut. Come on out of her. Come on out. You can't stay. Come on out. You've been trying to hide behind other things for a long time. Come on out. Bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. You cannot stay. With the sword of the spirit, we disconnect you from the real hurt in Jesus' name. We disconnect the false from the true in Jesus' name. You are bound. Come on out in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you release your angels to assist her in Jesus' name. Come on out of her. You can't stay. There's no room for you, no place for you. She's got too much faith, and you can't stay. Come on out, all of you. And we shut the door that you came in to begin with when she was a child in Jesus' name. Come on out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. In the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. You can't stay there. You tried to hinder her in every way possible, but you can't win. Jesus Christ is her Lord. Come on out of her right this moment in the name of Jesus. All of it. All of it. Coming down the family line. Come on out. All the witchcraft. Come on out. All the witchcraft. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come on. All that witchcraft. Bound. Bound in the name of Jesus. All that witchcraft. All that deep sea, underwater, marine spirit witchcraft. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Every bit of it. Come on out. All of those inherited demons via witchcraft. Bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out. All of those inherited demons due to family iniquity, sin, witchcraft, and the occult. Come on out in the name of Jesus. 
all those dedications, hallelujah, that they tried to make over her, to make her be one of them. She's not. She belongs to Jesus. Let her free. We break your gripping hold. We break your gripping hold. We break your gripping hold in Jesus' name. We break your gripping hold. We break your gripping hold. Come on and out of her in Jesus' name. All of it, all of you, every one of you, every one of you bound, every one of you caged, every one of you chained, and all of you sent to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Come on out. You must obey the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that the angels are making these demons come subject to Jesus' name. You must come out. You have no choice. Come on out. You've been hiding in this crevice. And in that hole and in that alleyway. But you got to come out tonight. All of it. Come on out of here. All the way back to her conception. All the way back to conception. Come on out. That's right. All the way back to conception. That wickedness was passed down to her. But Jesus took it on the cross. And you can't have her. Jesus took it on the cross. He became a curse for her. He became sin for her. You can't have her. She belongs to him. Her soul belongs to Jesus. Her soul belongs to Jesus. Her soul belongs to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask that you take these deliverances to completion and that you fill your daughter afresh with the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. It will keep coming out, too. Come on up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No reinforcers in the name of Jesus. We block and bind all reinforcing devils in the name of Jesus. And we send their wickedness and oppression back on them in the name of Jesus Christ. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out in Jesus' name. Every bit of it. You've been trying to hold her back her whole life. Come on out now in Jesus' name. And all the powers that the family has worked against her. Found in Jesus' name. You come out too. All the powers that the family has worked against her. Found in Jesus' name. You come out too. <laughs> 
We take authority, dominion, and power over the work of the enemy against her. We raise the shield of faith around her. We bind all fear in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all wondering in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you uh, increase her faith in Jesus' name. We ask that you increase her faith in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the mass that was found on her frontal lobe, and we command it to be removed in the name of Jesus. We command it to be removed from her. Move. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ. You lying wonder, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We cut her free from you in Jesus' holy name. We send you into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Father, we ask that you release angels to her to help her. To strengthen her, Father, we're already believing you for clean bills of health. Thank you, Lord. You'll do it yourself in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Come out of her. 
Come out of her. Wrong reinforcement, you are bound, and your wickedness back on your own head in Jesus' name. Where she's weakened in Jesus' name. Father, make a way of escape for her in Jesus' holy name. Make a way of escape for her in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask you to take this deliverance to completion and fill her, fill her to overflow with your spirit and your holy fire, Father, in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and release Okay. Amen. And we'll keep lifting her up before the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Okay. We love you. Amen. Thank you. I love you too. Thank You're you. Bye bye. Area code four six nine. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Um. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello, Doctor Sabrina. Um. It's Nathaniel from uh, Roswell, New Mexico. I just had a prayer request. A couple of prayer requests. All right. Um, um, my, my relationship with my dad is like not really good to the point that like we barely talk and I'm scared that sometimes like if I talk to him, he'd get upset. So if y'all could pray for him, if y'all could pray that, or if you could pray that, uh, God could strengthen the relationship with my dad and I, and also, uh, I'll be moving to Albuquerque soon for college. Well, I want to, but I'm having a very hard time finding, uh, affordable housing there and, uh, a couple of other things that you could also add that. And also, um, I've been really struggling struggling to stop watching uh, pornography and to stop masturbating. I really, really, really try sometimes, but I just, the intrusive thoughts are just so much sometimes that I just can't. Yeah, and that's it. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Is mm-hmm. your dad... Uh, is he one of these uh, easily sexually aroused people? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. He's a Christian and he speaks in tongues, but I don't think so. No, 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 no. Let me explain this to you, dear. He can be a Christian, speak in tongues, and have sex devils. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so because he just know. seems like really a Christian. Okay, Pardon? let me explain something. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. how people seem. It has to do with what's going on inside them. Okay. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, in the mm-hmm. name of Jesus Christ, physician seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. First and foremost, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the sexual perversion and the water spirits, the sex demons that have been released into our brother's life in Jesus' name. We forgive him for these sins and others in Jesus' name. 
We take authority, dominion, and power over demonic, perverse spirits coming down his family line. Woo! There you go. In Jesus' name. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over perverse spirits coming down the family line. We cut him free from any relation, any friendship, any fellowship, any affiliation that has leached these spirits into his life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We cut him free. And we ask you, Father, to show him the source of this problem in his life. We ask you to show him the source of this problem in his life. We curse this at the root, at the source. We curse it at the root, at the source. We lay the Amalek's of the Lord to the root, and we uproot it out of his life in Jesus' name. Forevermore, we bind all reinforcing devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, to teach him how to guard his eye gate. Fire of God at the eye gate in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every unclean thought that has ever been in his mind in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over any design that anyone, male, female, or confused, has placed upon him in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the influence of his culture. We cut him free from all of it in the name of Jesus. And there will be no reinforcement in Jesus' name. We command the spirits of masturbation and pornography and all of its supporting demons, the spirit of lust that works with the flesh to be bound in Jesus' name and to come out of him now. Take a deep breath and call from your gut. Deep breath and call from your gut. Come on. Come on out of it. Holy fire. Holy fire. Holy fire. In the name of Jesus Christ. Holy fire. Holy fire. In the name of Jesus Christ, Holy Father, Holy Father, come on out, come on out, come from, out from behind the eyes, come out of the eyes, come out of the mind, come out of the thoughts. In the name of Jesus, come out of the eyes, come out of the mind, come out of the thoughts, come out of the hands, come out of the genitals. Every sex demon that has ever touched his body, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. Overcharged hormones bound in Jesus' name. Overcharged hormones bound in Jesus' name. Come up and every sex demon that has ever come down his family line, both sides, and anyone that he has ever had any relationship with. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come out of his life. Come out. Come out. Come out. Bound to lose the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come on out. Come out of the memory. We erase the, the, the perverted memories with the blood of Jesus. We erase the perverted memories with the blood of Jesus. We erase the perverted impressions with the blood of Jesus. Come out of it. Come out. All the shame. Come out. All the guilt. You're bound in the name of Jesus. All of it, come on out. All the shame, all the guilt, all the I've tried everything. No, turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. That's right. Come on out. 
Hallelujah. Rike. Father, we thank you for the angels assisting in the name of Jesus. Now, in the name of Jesus. Come out in and don't rest you in the name of Jesus. Come on in. We cut him free from the inheritance of sin in Jesus' name. Okay, Nathaniel, I need you to send me an email at gproom at outlook.com. I need you to send me an email, all right? Because I all need right. to tell you something. At gproom at outlook.com. Father, we ask that you take this deliverance to completion and that you fill him with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Fire of God to burn the rest of these demons out. We close every opening, every portal in the name of Jesus. We remit his sin in Jesus' name. Amen. I got a question. Anybody in your family a Mason? Uh, No, not that I know of. Not that you know of? Yes. All right. Will you keep seeking the Lord for him to show you the root cause of this issue, okay? Okay. I will. Thanks. And I'll be looking for your email, all right? Okay. All right. God bless you. Now, say. God bless you, too. Those of you that have battled with this problem, you need to keep praying for him. You know what it took to get you free? He needs to get free. Amen? Father, we lift up his housing situation, and we thank you for providing for his need in Jesus' name. Lord, we lift the uh, the dad situation to you as well. We cast it upon you because we know that you care for both of them. So we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, and we bind the spirit of strife in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's see. Where was that, Holy Spirit? I'm over here. Amen. Oh, here I am, right here. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. We are in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, all the people that received ministry tonight, whether we talk to them on the air or not, we we submerge them and cover them continually with the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for continuing to work with them that they might come all the way out, that they might be free indeed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, Lord, where did I put it? Here we are. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy proposed rules this week requiring car manufacturers to increase the sales of electric vehicles 
and would mandate a total ban of all gas-powered vehicles over the next 12 years. In a news release on Monday, now he's going to tell you what kind of car you can drive, okay? The Democrat governor announced the Advanced Clean Cars 2 proposal was submitted to the state's Office of Administrative Law that would mandate more sales of zero-emission vehicles. So in order, in, in, in essence, instead of the market determining the demand, he's going to mandate it by a law. Instead of the demand determining the supply, he's going to mandate it by a law. Mm-hmm. Woe to them that do that, the Bible says. The proposal has been approved by that office, has to be approved by that office before it can take effect. The filing of the ACC2 proposal, we build upon our nation-leading record of bold climate action while delivering on our promise to utilize every tool at our disposal, Mr. Murphy said in the release. Our commitment to bringing the ACC2 proposal to fruition is a commitment to every New Jersey family and the air they breathe, air that will be cleaner and healthier tomorrow, thanks to the steps we're taking to reduce emissions today. Now, Saints, I want you to remember that the air got cleaner, not because of reduced emissions, but because when Mr. Trump was in office, he shut down the funding for what they were doing to pollute our air, all the chemtrails and other things that were being done. Now, think about it. When Mr. Trump was in office, when he was the president, in the uh, North Atlantic states, every year they used to have these horrible snowstorms. They didn't have any while he was in office. Think about it. I'll let you think about it. Amen? With the proposal, New Jersey is is set to become another state that will ban the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by 2035, which has drawn criticism from conservative groups and consumers. California and New York, as well as the European Union, have issued similar rules in recent months. A number of environmental groups praised Mr. Murphy's proposal, and their remarks were included in his press release. We are extremely excited for New Jersey's adoption of advanced clean car twos, getting thousands more electric vehicles on the road while solidifying New Jersey's role as a climate leader, said Allison McLeod with the New Jersey League of Conservative Voters. Now, notice that it doesn't say that a referendum was brought before the voters. It doesn't tell me that. Furthermore, since the majority of New Jerseyans, particularly low-income drivers, purchase used vehicles, it will also help with the purchase of affordable vehicles in the secondary market. Mr. Murphy is going to tell low-income people what they have to drive. Okay. Mr. Murphy's proposal has drawn flack from state Republican officials, including Senate Minority Leader Stephen Orojo, 
who described the proposal as unrealistic. A number of New Jersey households rely on cheaper used gas-powered vehicles to get around, and the proposed rules were drastic. It seems the governor was serious when he said he wants to turn New Jersey into the California of the East Coast. Well, you see, New Jersey doesn't belong to him. It belongs to Jesus. New Jersey does not belong to that man. New Jersey belongs to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody should tell him that's not a good thing when people and businesses are fleeing California in droves as the Golden State declines under liberal policy failures. Consumers in New Jersey are also having issues obtaining some new vehicle brands, car dealers have told local media. Only more expensive electric vehicles are available in some cases, they have said. On Monday, other Republican lawmakers said that the rule would make living in the state far less affordable, adding that stopping gas-powered vehicle production only caters to the rich who can't afford electric vehicles. When you have people that are living on fixed income, they simply cannot afford to replace their affordable gas-powered vehicle with a more expensive electric truck car. And maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't want that. They have a right to say what they want and what they don't want. Mm-hmm. Senator Robert Singer, a Republican, limiting access to inventory drives up profit for manufacturers, profitability for dealers, but is bad for consumers. James Appleton, president of the New Jersey Coalition of Automotive Retailers. Now, I want you to know in the background, they're working deals to see to it that they don't have more gas-powered vehicles to sell. I want you to know that, okay? And Mr. Appleton also argued that the proposal made by the governor's office will be difficult to meet. As of now, New Jersey has about 100,000 electric vehicles on the road, representing about 9% of all vehicles. This week, the New Jersey Business and Industry Association issued a statement questioning whether New Jersey's power grid can handle an influx of electric vehicles, which need to be charged to operate. We do know that EV sales will increase. However, such a steep ramp-up in electric-only vehicles in over 12 years in New Jersey seems impractical, if not impossible, when you consider the lack of charging infrastructure and planning for it, the group said. Such a policy also begs the obvious question of where all this increased electricity will be sourced. The New Jersey Coalition of Automotive Retailers, which represents about 500 truck and car retailers around the state said that Mr. Murphy's proposed rule will likely go awry. This heavy-handed government approach is likely to backfire. Pray it does in the name of Jesus. Group President Jim Appleton said in a statement, adding that dealerships around New Jersey already offer more than 40 vehicles with a plug. And in just a few years, that number will grow to 140 options in every vehicle category and at every price point. Mr. Murphy's proposed rule will be published 
by the Office of Administrative Law in the New Jersey Register on August 21st. Then a public comment period will take place until late October. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Dr. Anthony Fossey knew that the researchers at a U.S.-funded laboratory in China were conducting risky experiments, according to a newly disclosed email. Dr. Fossey, at the time the head of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, joined a call on February 1st, 2020, with scientists around the world to discuss the possibility that COVID-19 was engineered or otherwise came from the lab in Wuhan, the city where the first COVID-19 cases were identified. After the call, Dr. Fossey wrote in the newly released missive that some of the scientists on the call expressed concerns after viewing mutations in the virus that causes COVID-19. There was a suspicion that this mutation was intentionally inserted. Intentionally This mutation was intentionally inserted, Dr. Fossey wrote. The suspicion was heightened by the fact that scientists in Wuhan University are known to have been working on gain-of-function experiments to determine the molecular mechanisms associated with bat viruses adapted to human infection, and the outbreak originated in Wuhan. The email was obtained, now you know we already know everything that happened. The email was obtained and released by the U.S. House of Representatives Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic. It had previously been made public through a Freedom of Information Act request, although that version was almost entirely redacted. I wonder why that's need, why you need to cover up. Dr. Fossey was reporting what transpired during the call to Trump administration health officials, including Brian Harrison and Robert Cadlett. In public, just days later, Dr. Fossey dismissed the idea that COVID-19 originated from the lab as a conspiracy theory. Yeah, one that came true. In congressional hearings in 2021, He said the United States didn't fund gain-of-function experiments at the Wuhan lab. Liar, liar, your pants are going to be on fire. The U.S. National Institutes of Health has since stated that it funded experiments at the lab that experts said meet the gain-of-function definition. In this email, Dr. Fossey admits that there was gain-of-function research occurring. You liar in Wuhan before the pandemic pandemic emerged. Pandemic. Representative Brad Winstrup of Ohio, chairman of the subcommittee, said in a letter to U.S. Health Secretary Xavier Barreca Becerra, the panel also obtained an email from the World Health Organization that asked Dr. Fossey to produce a summary of the call and said it has learned that the summary was produced and that the U.S. government has notes from the call. Dr. Winstrup asked for the summary and notes by no later than July 27th. 
as the subcommittee investigates the origins of COVID-19. Dr. Fossey and the Department of Health and Human Services didn't respond to requests for comment. Isn't that interesting? The subcommittee has asked Dr. Fossey to answer questions in a transcribed interview, but the interview hasn't occurred, a spokesperson said. The panel previously uncovered that Dr. Fossey suggested that the researchers on the call pen a paper about the COVID origins with the resulting product painting a lab release as improbable. So you ask somebody to lie. Huh. What a, one of the researchers said in an email that the group was focused on trying to disprove any type of lab theory. Intelligence officials have since acknowledged that some agencies believe that the virus came from the lab, although others maintain support for a natural origin. No animal host has has been identified as of yet. Okay, now how many years has this been? A necessary component for the latter theory. The same panel recently said in a report that Fossey and his boss at the time, Dr. Francis Collins, exerted undue influence over the drafting of the paper, which was named Proximal Proximal Origin. Through the Select Committee's investigation, we discovered that Dr. Fossey and Dr. Collins were intimately involved in the day-to-day creation of Proximal Origin and that the authors were so comfortable with their involvement that they co-joined the term Bethesda Boys, to describe the nation's leading health officials, the subcommittee said. Hidden messages in the report show the authors acknowledging over Slack that the virus likely came from the lab. The main issue is that the accidental is, in fact, highly likely. It's not some fringe theory, Kristen Anderson, one of the authors, wrote in one message. Andrew Andrew Rambach. Another author said the group should steer clear of suggesting a lab association. I agree, it smells real fishy, but without a smoking gun, it will not do us any good, he wrote. The truth is, this poor man, the truth is never going to come out if escape is the truth. (laughs) We would need irrefutable evidence. Well, there's some dead people to prove it. My position is that the natural evolution is entirely plausible, and we will have to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Lab passaging might also generate this mutation, but we have no evidence that that happened, Mr. Anderson separately told Nature, which ultimately rejected the paper that a lab origin must be considered as serious theory. The first published version of the paper states that it provides evidence that SARS-CoV-2 is not a laboratory construct nor a purposely manipulated virus. The final version states that the paper clearly shows that SARS-CoV-2 is not a laboratory construct nor a purposely manipulated virus. Mr. Anderson and his co-authors defended the discrepancies during a hearing on July 11th, telling members of Congress that their conclusion in the paper were based on scientific data they reviewed. They also denied being influenced by Dr. Fossey. And all liars, 
shall find their part in the lake. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in that matter, and we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerned. More than two dozen military service members reached out saying that they're discouraging their children from donning the uniform. This marks the end of a legacy for some families and a tough decision for all. Chris Collins served in the Coast Guard for nearly 12 years before getting kicked out in 2022 for refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine, he said. And he now plans to steer his two children away from joining the military. It has a lot to do with distrust and the current culture, he said. I actually convinced my brother to join shortly after he left high school, Mr. Collins said. He picked the Air Force as his branch, and I regret the decision to encourage him to join because it didn't work out well for him. He and his brother shared many of the same concerns which created distrust in the military. The vaccine was a huge thing for me, Mr. Collins said. The higher-ups of military leadership and the people I want trusted to have my best interest in mind flat out ignored everything I said in opposition to taking the vaccine. As a result, he was forced to decide to take the vaccine or leave a decade of service behind. One of the primary reasons he joined the Coast Guard was from for the camaraderie, Mr. Collins said. I didn't think I would find that from any other job. I was once part of a Coast Guard that harped on being family, always being there for each other, but I became inconvenient, tried to get religious accommodation for the vaccine, he said, adding that he learned very quickly what the higher-ups in the Coast Guard were all about. And the whole family atmosphere that was promoted to me Early on was just a facade. While he doesn't blame his immediate leadership for an abbreviated career, he said, they didn't stand up against the mandate. They instead deferred to the higher up all the way until the end. Admitting it was all wrong while signing my discharge paperwork, while doing nothing to stand up against it. But even before the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, Mr. Collins held concerns about the decision-making ability of Coast Guard leadership. In the past several years, the Coast Guard developed a lot of deep-rooted problems, he said, citing leadership's prioritization of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Their pursuit for those types of policies has really created a toxic environment for anybody who doesn't believe in it, Mr. Collins said. Pushing cultural things like DEI and forcing people to take an experimental vaccine shows you don't care about the military, he says. But what it does show you is that leadership will push anything to advance their own careers. If you're in a leadership position and you see harm happening to your people in your military, and you're not willing to, to speak up about it, what good are you, he said. We need people willing to stand up and stop the change in culture to turn the military around. But Mr. Collins believes that even then the military may be gone too far already. There's too many people who have been brought up in the new culture of doing what you have to do 
to get ahead, he said. I can't in good conscience promote the military to my children while they're promoting things like DEI that go against everything we believe in. While I wish they could make a difference to make the military better right now, I just feel like they'd be more like speed bumps in the road than anything, he added. Brian Wilson began his career in the Florida Army National Guard in the late 90s. Transitioning to active duty in 2001 with the Navy, 21 years of service, he resigned his commission in October 2022. Like Mr. Collins, Mr. Wilson took objection to the COVID-19 vaccine mandate by the Secretary of Defense and senior leadership, which he considered to be illegal. I wasn't going to participate in or continue to be a part of an organization giving unlawful orders that violate federal law whenever they feel like it. So my career came to an abrupt halt, Mr. Wilson said. Mr. Wilson's grandfather served in the Army during World War II. His stepfather served in the Marine Corps during Vietnam. I would say there is some legacy out there, he said, but after his own career of service took an abrupt halt, Mr. Wilson began thinking about his own children serving in the military. My eyes were open and I started thinking about things more objectively as to what role our military serves and what the oath that an officer takes really means, Mr. Wilson said. He witnessed fellow officers told the government line to force a vaccine at all costs on service members to protect their careers and their income, which he considers a violation of their oath to defend the Constitution. When I witnessed so many refuse to stand up for what's right and so many conveniently disregard their oath, that's when I knew I didn't want my four children in the military, Wilson said. It is my opinion that the military is no longer serving and upholding the Constitution. It's certainly not trying to preserve individual liberty and freedom as thousands were trampled on by an unlawful mandate, he added. Like with his children, he said, I would caution every individual to be very careful with putting their hope and trust in today's military leadership. There's no political savior on the way and no answer from the left or from the right anytime soon, Mr. Wilson has said. He added, I could not choose to serve or have my children serve in a force that bends to the woke mob and promotes ungodly behavior within the ranks instead of seeking and developing warriors that think critically and are ready to defend the nation. God help us if we are ever in a severe conflict again. Stephen Simmons served in the Marine Corps for over 17 years, having been forced to leave the service in 2022, just months before a likely selection to the rank of lieutenant colonel. Having served with distinction, he follows a long line of faithful service to our country. Members of his family have fought in every major conflict in the United States, has participated in since the Revolutionary War. Now, that's a family legacy. Military service is woven into my family's legacy, Mr. Simmons said. Growing up, it was encouraged and expected of men in the family as we hold service very highly. But he became disillusioned with military leadership 
as he watched the United States disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Thank you, Jesus. As well as the purge of service members who held religious and medical objections to the once-mandated COVID-19 vaccine. He was alarmed at what he saw as politically expedient decision-making that put the lives of service members and national security at risk, he said. The military is built on trust, and I lost trust and confidence in military leadership, he added. Referring to Defense Secretary Lord Austin's 2021 military vaccine mandate, Simmons said, it purposefully, purposefully violated the conscience of thousands of military personnel by forcing them to take an experimental vaccine against their will. The move alienated veterans who currently serving and future potential recruits, he added. According to him, the Department of Defense refuses to address this as a contributing factor of their recruiting crisis, but in reality, it has caused generational damage to recruiting and retention that cannot be reversed until political and military leadership take proactive steps to repair the damage. As a subject matter expert in military retention, Ms. Simmons is no stranger to the challenges of recruiting and retaining military personnel. Noting the shortfall in manpower that have caused the military to slip below its statutory in strength goals, Mr. Simmons said the leadership, while bemoaning the lack of qualified applicants, has successfully alienated half the population through their own policies. Unfortunately, the military is consumed with adopting the latest politically expedient fad instead of focusing on winning wars, Mr. Simmons said. Veterans know this and do not want their children exposed to this. Mr. Simmons is the father of two boys. Whether he would encourage them to join today's military is a hard question. It flies in the face of our family's tradition, he said. But we did not break faith. The military broke faith with us. I could not in good conscience encourage them to serve in the military and have any confidence that they would be in good hands. Mr. Simmons fears that the decisions of parents like him to discourage their children from serving will harm future recruiting and retention efforts of the military. This phenomenon should be a national discussion, he said, and political and military leadership should realize the reckless game they're playing with the country's national defense. They must take steps to restore faith in our military, he said. Whatever the cost, it will be far less than the price we will pay in attrition over the next three generations as a result of the poor decision-making three years. Retired Coast Guard Vice Admiral William Dean Lee, who spent nearly 36 years on active duty with the branch, shared some of Mr. Simmons' concerns. In 2016, Mr. Lee retired from service with his final assignment as Coast Guard Atlantic Area Commander. Joining the service was the best decision I ever made, he said. I love my job. I love the mission. And I love the people with whom I serve. However, according to him, much has changed. Mr. Lee joined the Coast Guard at a time when the country held fast to Judeo-Christian values. But by the time he retired, adherence to those same values were being scrutinized as old-fashioned, bigoted, or even hateful, he said. Traditional biblical values have been usurped by a small crowd of exceptionally loud voices 
who, like it or not, have successfully forced the U.S. military to bend the knee in submission to ideologies which are not just divisive, but in some cases outright immoral, Mr. Lee said. He referred to the infiltration of LGBT and DEI agenda into all branches of the armed forces. According to him, they have ostensibly created a new state religion, and woe to the man or woman who doesn't bow at its multicolored altar. Despite his objection to the changing culture of the military, Mr. Lee said, I would still encourage people to serve for our national security unquestionably depends on it. According to Gallup polls, the military has long been the most trusted institution in America, and Mr. Lee is proud to have been a part of that. Events of the last two years, however, are causing that trust to erode with the American public, he said. As a result of these shifting values, many veterans have stopped encouraging young men and women to serve. Although Mr. Lee wholeheartedly agrees with their rationale, he has a different outlook on the matter. We cannot and should not dissuade good people from serving just because we disagree with the current cultural direction. Rather, we need to encourage them to serve for our national security is at stake, he said. Those of us no longer in uniform can only pray that the best, brightest of our youth will sign up, become senior leaders, and will turn the ship around before it crashes into the shoal and sinks, rendering us yet one more failed empire lost on the scrap heap of history. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the adjudications of the righteous judge. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning comment on the Crimean Bridge terrorist attack at a press briefing on Tuesday, emphasizing that both sides should refrain from hitting civilian targets. China believes that relevant parties need to avoid attacking civilian facilities and objects, protect the safety of civilians, and observe international humanitarian law, she said. The Chinese official also once again reiterating Beijing's consistent and clear stance that a political solution must be found to end hostilities. The Crimean Bridge was struck by Ukrainian drones on Monday, resulting in the death of a couple from western Russia's western Belgorod region, which, with their child, left uninjured. It also caused damage to the vital road crossing to the peninsula. Moscow officials called the incident a terrorist attack, while Russian President Vladimir Putin later said that an adequate military response would be forthcoming. The Russian Foreign Ministry claimed that the U.S. and U.K. were also responsible for the attack. The U.S. and Britain are managing a state-like terrorist structure, spokeswoman Maria, whatever her last name is, noted referring to Ukrainian authorities. Commenting on the strike, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said it was up to Ukraine to decide how to protect its territory. Russian ambassador to U.S. Antoly, never mind his last name, interpreting Blinken's remarks as an attempt to justify the terrorist act of Kiev against Russian citizens and facilities. 
Woo. Now, the one that we did not do tonight, we will do next week. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. The one we didn't do tonight, we'll do next week because that one needs to be done. Amen. In Jesus' holy name. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So, Brother Marshall, that's a lot to pray for, but we want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to pray for it. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to pray. I was Satan's many, many antics and tactics, jumping up and down, trying to distract us from fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. We thank you, Lord, that we're only here for a season and that you're in charge and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of. You did give us dominion on the earth, and we thank you for that. And we thank you, Lord, help us to know what our part is. You said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. We ask for your wisdom and discernment. We thank you for the many times you've intervened, Father God, many, many, many times you've intervened, to rescue us from our presumption. You said, cast ye up, cast ye up, prepare the way, take up the stumbling block out of the way of my people. What is that stumbling block? Trying to figure it all out ourselves. Jesus, you're the head, head of every man is Christ. The head of the body of Christ is Jesus. He's our head. We can't do it. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. We thank you for raising us up together with Father God. Father God raising us up together with the Lord Jesus when you raised him from the dead. We thank you for the power. We thank you for the power of your resurrection, Lord, in Jesus' name. Even like it says in, um, where is that, in Hebrews 20. And there's not 20. Hebrews the end, Hebrews 13, 20. Excuse me, Lord. And now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect, that is complete, in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Lord, you said in your word, Call upon the name of the Lord, and you'll be delivered. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And we know, Lord, that there's a, there's a time coming very, very soon in Jesus' name, that Jesus is coming back. He's coming back, and some of the people are not ready. Some people who call themselves Christians are not ready. You said, I charge thee in first in Second Timothy 4, 1, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Lord, we know Jesus is coming back to judge the whole world. And it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And there's some people, not just Fauci, there's some people, not just this uh, governor, uh, self-proclaimed dictator in New Jersey, who think they know what's better for people because they're in cahoots with what's, what it could be like uh, a fascist dictatorship, a communist dictatorship. That It's not one nation under God. It's one nation under Fauci, one nation under uh, whoever is the governor, Phil Murphy. No, it's not. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And you didn't just say that once, Lord, not just in Psalm 24. You said in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians 10, around verse 26 and elsewhere, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We thank you for giving us dominion on the earth. 
And thank you for raising us up together with Christ Jesus, that we're seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Thank you that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. We ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God, not just for the people of New Jersey. God help them, Father. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the God of the, of all, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, have mercy on the souls of those people who once got about that it bowed down their knees, worship like the, the woman at the at the, uh, the Seraphonician woman bowed down to worship the Creator, because all things were created by the Word of God, who is Jesus. All things created by Him and for Him. We're not here for Fauci. We're not here for for any other person. Not here for all these false idols. We know. We're living in the last times. You said so. Uh, many places, and particularly in Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 9, that we're living in the last days, Father God. The last 6,000 years we've been living in the last days. We don't know exactly the day or the time. There's always been wars and rumors of wars, but a lot of other things are heating up. Israel didn't exist until 1948. Things are coming together. A lot of interesting things are happening, Father God. Help us to be ready and to know what to do. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth all men liberal than everybody not. So Satan, you the mind blinder, you the, the spirits of perversion, you the unclean spirit, you the spirit of mammon, you the spirit of trying to control people against their will. And why would anybody want to do that? Because they're serving a different God. They're serving the God of uh, maybe Christophe, maybe a different God, the God of the Masonic Lodge, maybe a totally different God. A lot of false gods out there. The God of the LGBTQ nonsense. We bind every ungodly, perverse spirit, every spirit of perversion, every spirit just seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So we ask for that abundant life to be evident, Father God, as we realize who lives in us by his spirit. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound. In Jesus' name, he said, and nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. We can't save ourselves. There's only one Savior. His name is Jesus. And Father God, we thank you for saying Jesus in your name. His name is Jesus. And at your name, Lord Jesus, every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You made that really, really, really clear, not just in Philippians. Back in the Old Testament, in Isaiah, you made that abundantly clear. In Isaiah chapter 45, you said, starting the last part of verse 21, there is no God else beside me, not the Biden God. There's no God else beside me, not the, not the God of communism. There's no God else beside me, the Savior. There's none beside me. Look unto me, be ye saved. We can't see Father God because he's invisible, but Jesus is the visible representation of the invisible God. Look unto me, be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, there is none else. Father God's in Jesus. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth, righteousness, and shall not return, said unto me, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall swear, even Fauci's, surely shall one say, even Satan's, even in the, could I, even shall, could I, surely shall one say, in the Lord have I righteousness and strength, even to him shall men come, and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed, because, Lord, those people that are pushing their lies, like Fauci, pushing their, or they're sticking to their game plan, sticking to their lies. Where's that board? In Proverbs 19, verse 5 is one place. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. You said, 
The king's wrath is as a roaring of a lion, but his favor is as dew upon the grass. King's wrath is as a roaring of a lion. You've shown us over and over again that there is a great wrath coming against sin and perversion, Father God, and those people that don't serve the true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, don't serve the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, don't believe that Jesus is the Son of the living God, divinely anointed, they're going to suffer a very grievous outcome, Father God, unless they repent. So we pray for those who despitefully use us. If you can save any of those souls, I don't know if you can save Fauci's soul or not, but any of those underlings, Father God, that went along to get along, those people in the U.S. military, well, I, you know, I'm just trying to keep my job. Well, a lot of people, get the, like, the Nazis said, I was just following orders. That doesn't hold hold uh, weight against the, uh, what is that called? Um, uh, oh, I forget the name of it right now. You, people lie. That's very, very challenging. Very, very challenging. You said in Revelation 21, 8, but the fearful. The unbelieving, oh, if I, if I don't go along with the agenda for my hires up, I'll be booted out of the, out of the Coast Guard. I'll be booted out of, the, out, of, out of the Air Force. I'll be booted out of whatever military branch. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Yes, it's the point on demand, once to die but then the judgment. So we choose to reckon ourselves dead with Christ. That's what baptism, water baptism is about. For I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, dead to ungodly fear, dead to trying to figure it all out myself. We can't figure it out. We, our little brains are not, we think of the brains you created, Lord, think of renew us in the spirit and our mind, but we can't do it. We're not our own little God. There's only one greater God, and he knows how to deliver us all. So we thank you for delivering us. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every spirit of pride, rebellion, every spirit of perversion, every spirit of mammon, love of this present world, every ungodly spirit taking anxious thought for tomorrow, every spirit of ungodly fear, every spirit of perversion, and every spirit of deception are bound. Every lying spirit, every spirit of idolatry, of going along to get along, are bound in Jesus' name. Trying to worship, cut about that about the governor of New Jersey. Oh, he must know what's best for us. Does he? Is he God? Fauci knows what's best. For who? For his pocketbook? Maybe that. Temporarily. I don't know what he's going to put his money into is the dollars slipping and sliding. And all these other people that went along to get along and all the people forcing their agenda and covering things up. Father God, we ask you to expose everything that they've been trying to do, and we thank you for doing so. We thank you for bringing it all to light in Jesus' name. Not only as you talk about in Mark 4.22, and in, um, in, um, Luke 8.17, but even in the book of Daniel. Now, where is that, Lord Jesus? I think it's chapter 2. You bring all these things to light. Daniel got together with his buddies, and they prayed. They didn't know about Matthew 18, 19, and 20 about that at that time, but they prayed together, and God heard them. And we thank you for the, for the divine revelation that you gave them, Father God. And even as the king, Nebuchadnezzar, realized when Daniel told him what he saw, for as much as thou sawest that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, it says in Daniel 2.45, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, the gold, the great God has made known to the king 
what shall come to pass hereafter. Hey, we're almost at the hereafter. And the dream is certain, the interpretation thereof, sure, because God can't lie. He knows the end from the beginning. He lives outside of time and space. Verse 47, and the king, Nebuchadnezzar, answered unto Daniel and said, but truth it is that your God is the God of gods. He's not the God of the false military, uh, of the LGBTQ nonsense. He is, he is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and the revealer of secrets. Seeing seen that could reveal this secret because God gave him divine revelation. So, Father, we thank you for the divine revelation you get. You didn't leave us as orphans. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father God. Thank you, the greatest he that is in us, and he is in the world. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings. You're bound from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. For the name of the Lord is the strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We cancel your demonic assignments to steal, kill, and destroy, coming against all the descendants of every true believer, the Lord Jesus Christ, Nash, every true believer in the one true creator God, and every nation, every nation all over the earth, every spirit trying to stir up things to cause harm to the believers, trying to cause people to be controlled by, oh, I had this electric car, but, oh, the power grid went down. I can't charge it. I can't get to work. Oh, that's a minor inconvenience. How about um, um, they're forcing me to, to do what? They're forcing me to, oh, I mean, I, I can't run away from their, their control. We bind every spirit of the 10-minute cities and all this other nonsense or 15-minute cities, whatever it is, trying to put people into slave camps trying to put people into, um, what was her name, Hillary used to call them fun camps. And of course, they don't just have to have barbed wire. They can lock people in electronically these days if, if people are willing to be controlled by the little uh, X's and O's coming from their, com from their little computers in their pockets called cell phones. Father, we ask you to hide all of your people in the secret place of the most that we speak. Blindness to us, enemy, muteness to us, enemy. May only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every one of your servants and your saints in Jesus' name. We thank you for the benefits of Job uh, 28, 7 and 8. There's a place that no fowl knoweth, and the vultures I have not seen, and all the benefits of Psalm 27, and all the benefits of the secret place of the blood of the covenant. Thank you for hiding us under the blood. And we return every witchcraft curse not just coming against the people in New Jersey, all the people coming against all those from the business that Patrick Serene just read about, uh, coming from what's going on in Crimea or whatever, with the, uh, the Chinese business involvement. I don't know how that ties in with Ukraine. This is news to me. But Father God, I don't know much, but Jesus knows everything. He's made unto us wisdom and righteousness. Oh, and sanctification and redemption. Well, how did he redeem us? With his own blood. Whose blood? The blood of the only creator, God. Because we don't belong to ourselves anymore. We don't belong to fear. We don't belong to mammon. We don't belong to taking anxious thought for tomorrow. We don't belong to lying. We don't belong to selfishness. We don't belong to ungodly control and manipulation. Father God calls the body of Christ to be bold as a lion. They that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. How does that happen? Because he's proving our faith little by little. And you said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, maybe with some fasting, if my people shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Lord, Lord, we repent, renounce every spirit of selfishness and just going along to get along. Trying to ignore, oh, the people say the other's children being trafficked. We're, we're going to not pay any attention to that. We have a computer game to play. We're not going to pay attention to that. We have this, this soap opera we want to listen to. We have, we have this uh, a pizza we need to go buy. No, we want to be concerned about others because God cares very much for the children. He created them for his purpose, for his glory, and not to be in a child brothel somewhere. Lord, deliver all those in harm's way in every nation, Father God. 
not just in, in China, not just in Ukraine, not just in Russia. How about in the United States? How about in Canada? How about in Europe? All the nations of the world, Father God. We ask you to deliver all those in harm's way in Jesus' name. Including all those in the U.S. military. So many have been discouraged. 